Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Ellery. And this is a very special bonus episode of the Girls Gotta Read podcast. This week we are recapping our novel neighbor challenge that we covered in a few different bonus episodes this year. Yeah, our favorite little Missouri bookstore. <laughs> um, we, if you've, if you've been listening to us, um, about every other month we've picked one of the. They set out a. They set out twelve challenges for the year. We have been alternating, picking them, reading different books, and telling them to each other. And this is going to be our recap um, of the whole year. So yeah, it's very exciting to recap it. We are also going to be introducing our own Girls Gotta Read podcast challenge. Yeah, for next year. So stay tuned towards the end of this episode. We'll be talking about that. Yeah, and we'll be challenging all of you, our readers, to follow along with us next year as we go through our challenge. Very exciting. All right, so I'm going to kick us off. I'm going to... Do you want me to just go through? Is that the plan? To go through my 12 books and then highlight a couple? Yeah. Okay, so for a book that scares you, I did Coraline by Neil Gaiman, which we covered in an October episode. Mm-hmm. A genre-bending book, I chose The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires by my guy, Grady Hendrix. Um, that one I the genres that it bends are horror and comedy. Fun, classic Grady Hendrix. Um, a book that I picked just for the cover, which honestly, I most of my books I picked just for the cover. Um, I picked The Phlebotomist by Chris Panettiere. It's this beautiful pink cover with an anatomical drawing of a heart with flowers coming out of the top. And I got it at Reed's and Company. My mixed media book, which I covered that in was our first, June. That was our first novel neighbor mm-hmm. episode. And I think that was in June. And I chose Ella Minnow P by Mark Dunn, um, which is, a, they have letters in there. A book that centers queer POC or disabled joy is Kiss Her Once For Me by Alison Cochran, which we just covered in our December episode, our first December episode. So the one that I had the hardest time with was the damn short story collection. (laughs) I had, I tried, I picked Night Shift by Stephen King, but it's a short story collection by multiple authors. So I just kept getting confused. And picking wrong books. (laughs) I picked Night Shift by Stephen King, read that, that doesn't apply. (laughs) So then I I picked on Storygraph Her Body and Other Parts, which is like a horror short story book. And I thought it was by other, like multiple authors, but Google wasn't being very helpful. So then I was like, crap, I'm running out of time. (laughs) So I Googled (laughs) short stories by multiple authors. And this one I've seen on TikTok, and I've also seen it highlighted by, um, I think, Novel Neighbor, um, The Never Whistle at Night, which is oh, yeah. the indigenous anthology series. I think I want to, I think that's how you would describe it. Yeah. But I listened to it on audiobook, and while I was listening to it, they said a name that I knew of, and I read her book before, Rebecca Roanhorse. You gave me Black Sun by Rebecca Roanhorse. I think I'm saying that correctly. And her book in Never Whistle at Night was called White Hills. And it's about an influencer that is, like, white passing. Like, she has blonde hair. Like, their wealth. Like, it's giving very much influencer in Beverly Hills. And 
her husband likes football and there's watching football and they're at a bar or some country club or whatever and they're commenting on a football team that has a name that relates to Native American culture mm-hmm. and they're talking about how they're changing it or whatever and she goes well I'm part Native American and it's never bothered me and everyone like shuts down because they're they it's very um white supremacist and she's pregnant and her mother-in-law tricks her into having an abortion and also forces her to have a dna test in this horror story that rebecca roanhorse wrote and it was so good and i didn't realize it was by her and then they say who it's by at the end of the section but that one was a very good short story in that book so i highly recommend that one um for one of my picks moving on (laughs) my sad girl book i had originally picked um if he had been with me and i just could not just could not it was too like sad girl too cringy but like not sad girl in like a fun way but like sad girl as in i hate this main character so i ended up choosing a little life um and i enjoyed that much better and i did finish it and i i think we should actually cover it oh my gosh it is really long though oh my gosh it's so long it's like 900 pages <laughs> oh my gosh i don't, don't know if i have the strength it. if you really want us to we can cover it we don't it. have to it's really good though okay it's really good i think you should still read it okay <laughs> um my this one was another one that i had a hard time with a book from an author not from europe or north america that one confused me because i thought it meant if you're from north america you can pick europe <laughs> vice versa not true <laughs> so what i ended up picking was tender as the flesh by Augustina Basterica. Like, I was trying to pick a European author. Mm-hmm. Because I just... The, the word or tripped me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then my... A book by an author you'd like to read more of. I picked The Stand by Stephen King. It is not my favorite Stephen King that I've read. <laughs> That's all I'll say on that. <laughs> and then a novella or a book under 200 pages. This one was one of my favorites of the 12. It's this book that's, like, this big, like, teeny tiny, so quite literally a novella, just itty-bitty, by Helene Turson. She's European. That's why I tried to pick that one for that one. It's only 185 pages. I got it at Reads, and it's called An Elderly Lady is Up to No Good. And it's a murder mystery, and the main character is this elderly lady. Oh, nice. It was was cute. Nice. Yeah, it was cute. Um, And then my book with a map was my book uh, the book that you gave me black sun yeah by rebecca roanhorse yeah i gifted you that for your birthday yeah and it was it was really good it is definitely like high fantasy like if you're reading if you your first fantasy book was fourth wing you are not ready for black sun yeah (laughs) (laughs) but if you are a well-versed fantasy reader black sun was very good very beautiful nice yeah and that's awesome my band book, which we did an episode on, mm-hmm. is Gender Queer by Maya Kobabe. Right. Yep. Fantastic. And you finished everything. I finished everything. Okay. I did not finish everything. That's okay. <laughs> and I still have like three weeks left, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be gunning for it. Yeah. I I will say I know that, that was a long list of me just reading a list, but I will put our um, novel neighbor book pics on instagram and i will make it beautiful on canva (laughs) yeah for you guys to see what we read 
Um, so for my list, for a book that scares you, which we covered, I did The Stand by Stephen King. Um, I picked it because it the length of it scared me and because I had started and stopped it so many times. But I'm proud to say that I'm on the other side. Thank you. Um, for a book that centers queer POC disabled joy, I also picked Kiss Her Once for me. Perfect. I picked a different book and I started reading it at the beginning of the year and had to stop reading it to give way to things for this podcast. And then we talked to, you had said in the Kisser Once for Me, like, I don't know, I feel like the book that I picked didn't really center the queer aspect. So um, I switched it to Kisser Once for Me. Well, it was everybody, everybody in this room will someday be dead, right? No, it was a different book called Stay and Fight, which was about the women in West Virginia who decided to live in, like, a commune style. Well, I can't speak for that one then, but the, the one that I thought you were talking about was the one with the girl struggling around death. Yeah, which we'll talk about because I picked it for a different thing. She's just not, she's not, like, having joy in her queerness in that book, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. But, but I didn't pick it for that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, the other book, yeah, Stay and Fight, I still, I have, I just haven't finished it, so I don't know if it's really good, but, um, (laughs) if, uh, stay tuned, I might finish it. Um, a book by an author you'd like to read more of, I picked Rules of Civility. So it was because I love A Gentleman in Moscow by Immortals, and he's actually coming out with another one. Maybe we'll have to Very soon, I know. A genre-bending book, Patricia Wants to Cuddle. The Bigfoot one. The Bigfoot. Half lev- like half rom-com, half paranormal, half comedy, half horror. So a quarter of all of those things? I don't know. It was genre bending. Sounds and it was very Hendrix. fun. It also was mixed media because there's like chat room. Like people are chat rooming about the show. Like, can you believe this contestant did this? I eat that shit up. Yeah. Like, I love mixed media elements. Yeah, the mixed media is really fun in that book. Um, it was weird, 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 but ultimately I liked it. Good. I liked the weird. So that was a fun one. A short story or essay collection by more than one author. I picked like three different books, but ultimately I've landed on this book called Absolutely Normal, where the salutely is in quotations. So it's like abnormal. And a bunch of authors came together and they each picked a mental health like stereo they each picked like a mental health diagnosis and then wrote a book based off of the stereotypes they cover everything from suicide to bipolar to cutting and self-harm it's really good so far so that's one of the books that I need to finish (laughs) um a novella or book under 200 pages oh my gosh I read the most amazing book. You would love it. Okay. It is so fun. It's also genre bending. It is called Finna by Nino Cipri. Nino Cipri. This book is about a store that's called like Ludenworld, but it's really just like Ikea. With (laughs) modular style rooms. Okay. And a wormhole opens in one of the modular style rooms. And the modular style room is the nihilistic bachelor pad. And a wormhole opens up. 
and this employee calls the manager over and the manager calls all the employees into the break room and puts on a little old-fashioned VHS tape, what to do when a wormhole opens up in your <laughs> store. Because <laughs> this is a thing that happens in Ludenworlds all over corporate. <laughs> and they have to navigate a wormhole. Well, I just and get up, back a lost customer. I just looked it up, and it looks really cool. It's five out of five. It's amazing. For huh. like 103 pages. Oh, no. The book says 85. Oh, yeah. When I Googled it, it said 85. I was like, dang, well, you really I did think, go novella. I think my <laughs> Kindle my Kindle copy is like 105 or something. Oh, okay. Maybe because of the spacing. Probably. This book is so fun. It is hysterical. It's funny. It's like... It's just so weird. It's Ikea... And every time, like, these people are like, hey, we're, like, ugh, ugh, we need capitalism, I think corporations. we need to cover it with Horror Store by Grady Hendrix, because his is Horror Ikea. Oh. So I think that they would be the perfect match for each other. Uh, yeah. Maybe in, like, March. Yeah, that would be fun. It's so fun. I don't know. it sounds hilarious. It's amazing. And the character is, it's, um, there's also some romance aspects, because they used to date. Okay. Um, Love. Ava and Jules. Jules is non-binary. Okay. Ava is, like, pining. And they are sent off to go hunt down a lost customer in the wormhole. I love forced hole. proximity. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> there's no, like, actual, there's no, like, spice, but it's, it's amazing. I actually would probably, I honestly don't like much spice in books a lot of the time. If there's one book you pick from my list, pick that one. Well, that one, I want to read it for yeah. this podcast because I think it would be fun to talk about with you. Yeah, it's real fun. Okay, a book you picked just for the cover. I didn't read it yet, but I did pick it. And you're going to recognize it because I actually picked it when I was with you. Okay. Scorched Grace. It's about like a chain-smoking nun who solves crime. Yes, you did talk about this. We got <laughs> the, it at Town Center Books, right? I know, Town yeah. Center Books. So um, the cover's really cool. It looks like stained glass, but it's a nun smoking a cigarette in stained glass form. It's really, really cool. So that's the book I picked, and hopefully I will finish the challenge and read it this month. <laughs> um, a Sad Girl Book is the book I picked for every everyone in this room may someday be dead. That was a five out of five read for me, and it was high on my list of books that I read this year. It was also high on my list. I very much yeah. enjoyed that book. We are going to release, we're going to release social media with all of our five star books for the year. Oh, are we? Yeah. How many do you have? <laughs> Probably a lot. Really? <laughs> I read a hundred this year. <laughs> a book's total. Yeah. I'll, Maybe I'll just our top journal. ten or yeah, something. I'll, 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 yeah. We should but do we, a top ten. Yeah, we'll release the top ten books we each read yeah. for the year. Um, a book with a map was Fourth Wing. Perf. Unepistolary, we already covered in the podcast. I picked Love and Saffron, which is a very adorable little book, which is also could be a novella. Perfect And I didn't for realize you. that. I know. Perfect for me so I could get them done on time. Well, that wasn't what I was saying. I was saying Love and Saffron was perfect for you. Oh, because of the recipes and stuff? I yeah. I wasn't shaming your You can reading. shame me. I deserve shame. <laughs> <laughs> a book by an author not from North America or Europe. I actually picked this book that had been on my bookshelf forever called Reading Lolita in Tehran, which is a nonfiction book, and I am going to finish it. 
I have started it and I'm working my way through. I just put it down, but I will finish it by the end of the year. It's really good. It's really uplifting. And I think when I had told you about it before, you said you wanted to read it. Yeah, it sounds it sounds kind of like um Kite Runner. Yeah. And then a band book. I did The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison. Slay. Yeah. So that is the Novel Neighbor recap. It's really fun to do a challenge. I've never done a yearly challenge before. So it was cool to like fill out prompts. Um, the only challenges that I've done are just personal. <laughs> like um, my library, my hometown would do them. But they were like the amount that you can read. And that's what I did this year. If anyone is wondering, I have read 92 books so far. I have like 25 days left. I'll get it done. <laughs> I'm petering. I should not have done this because it made reading too competitive and I enjoy reading so much. Yeah. I mean, you only have to get through a couple more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm at, I'm at 40 books for the year. You quadrupled your goal. I know. Cause my original goal was 10 before I met you, before we decided to do mm-hmm. a podcast, before I joined a book club. So the bar was set very low. That's and fine. I have squashed it. Squashed. So next year I'm going to, my goal is going to be 50 bucks, which is going to be a book a week, which is going to be ambitious, but I'm here for it. It is ambitious, but I think you can do it. Yeah. Cause you're close. So All right. Do we want to talk a, about our challenges? Yeah. Is this a good time to start talking about that? Yes. Alrighty. So. Without further ado, take it away with our challenge for the year. So our challenge for the year, um, I developed on Storygraph. It was strenuous to say the least. (laughs) I had to like, because the app doesn't, you're not allowed to make challenges on the app. You have to use the desktop. So it took me like 20 minutes to figure that out. And then I figured out how to make the challenge. And Storygraph was easy to use once I figured it out. Um, But this podcast just requires skills that I have never used before. Like I've never done anything like developing a challenge on an app and like all of that. And you've never like done this, like the recording setup. So like, yes, like props to us. Yeah. The reading challenge was challenging to start, (laughs) but it paid off. It paid off. Mm -hmm. So on Storygraph. Well, we're doing nine challenges, not 12. Nope. And that'll be good because if you're not that into reading, you don't want to have to pick a book every month. And um, so just there, we, we feel like we've picked really good prompts um, that we're going to do ourselves, but also for you guys too. So yeah. It is called the Girls Gotta Read Podcast 2024 Challenge on Storygraph. So the same way that you searched for Novel Neighbors Challenge on there, Um, you do it for this and I will post another video like I did for novel neighbor on how to find it and how to add books. Um, do you want me to go through the prompts? Yeah. Okay. This is in no particular order, but it is ordered on the app. So the first one is a graphic novel and a graphic novel is any book that uses sequential art to tell a story. Um, the next one is an award-winning book. So any book from a Pulitzer prize or the National Book Award. Any award. Any award. Your local library's greatest book for 2023. Yep. You know? Um, The next one is a book by a person of color or a queer or disabled author. 
um, a book originally published in any language other than English. Yeah. However, I want to clarify, you don't have to learn another language for this. (laughs) You can read the English version. I'm going to read the English version. Yeah. (laughs) That was my funny little haha while I was making the prompt. I thought it was cute. (laughs) Um, The next one, this was your idea. Like you've talked about this in the past, a book from your high school reading list. Yeah. So any book that you would have spark noted back then, go ahead, give it another shot. I already know what I'm going to read. I'm going to read Great Gatsby. Oh, nice. But my high school didn't have reading lists, but I know that that's typical. Yeah. Um, I might, I might go for something that I really enjoyed, not necessarily something I hated. That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then a nonfiction book and that can be any topic like in the world. Yeah. For that one. And then the next prompt is a celebrity memoir slash autobiography. Some that come to mind right now are Jeanette McCurdy's I'm Glad My Mom Died or Britney Spears just came out with A Woman in Me. Both are extremely popular, but you can, you know, Mm -hmm. pick anything. Spare. Yes. Becoming. Becoming. The Barbara Streisand autobiography that just came out. Haven't heard of it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> not a Streisand fan? I guess not. I don't know. <laughs> um, the next one is, unfortunately for Emily, a poetry book. Well, it's not unfortunate. It's just <laughs> the minute I saw it, I was like, Meh, poetry. But it is but a it'll challenge. Be, it'll, yeah, it's a challenge. It's a challenge to not only increase your reading, but to diversify your reading. So there so, you go. Shout out to my mom. We're going to be, re- I'm going to be reading an Edgar Allan Poe poem for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom teaches Edgar Allan Poe a lot. She's a big fan. Um, and then the next one is a favorite book from your childhood or teens. And then um, this is a reread. So like if you read Hunger Games in sixth grade and you loved it, um, I'm not talking about myself or anything. Uh, <laughs> reread it, yeah. you know? I think I've already picked my book for that too. Is it Hunger Games? No, it's called Walk Two Moons by Sharon Creech. It's a book that I read and loved when I was a child. And my mom read and loved it. And she actually just brought it up when I saw her last. And I was thinking I wanted to reread it. So this is the perfect opportunity. Cute. Yeah. That is perfect. But we um, we wanted to do our own because we did cover Novel Neighbors this year. Yeah. And I'm very excited. I think it'll be... I think it'll be challenging and interesting to yeah. see if anybody participates. I hope they do. <laughs> yeah, I hope we have some participants. We're not going to be going in order. We'll kind of, we'll just tell you guys which ones we're covering as we put out our 2024 schedule. And so the same applies to you. Don't go in order. If the idea of a celebrity memoir tickles your fancy right now, start there. Um, I think that's actually a really good place to start. I don't know about any of you, but like I am dying to read the Britney Spears one because I love gossip and tea and that seems really really juicy um so yeah we hope you guys read along with us next year I'm also gonna do novel neighbors just because why not they have really fun challenges it'll depend on what they are for me yeah before I answer that question but probably <laughs> yeah well also we'll see how I do finishing the novel neighbor yeah let's, we'll po- let's get through 2023 first <laughs> we're gonna post <laughs> You guys will see either a post on Instagram depicting that I completed the challenge or I failed to complete the challenge. (laughs) It's currently December 6th, so I have a little bit of time left. Yeah, you're good. You'll be all right. Three books. 
You'll be right. Three, four weeks. Yep. This challenge will start on Monday, January 1st, 2024. And it will end Tuesday, the 31st of December in 2024. Perfect. Check it out on Storygraph. Check out our Instagram. Yeah. We'll be posting as well, like, you know, probably once a month, you'll see posts with our suggestions for each topic. You know? I will post the the name, the author, and like their different reviews um, to give you guys some inspiration for the prompts. As always, thank you for listening and for being um, amazing and giving us your suggestions and following along with us on our journey. Let us know if you participated with the Novel Neighbor Challenge and what your picks were. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And bye.